Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with Day 261, September 17th, Micah, Chapter 6 and 7, Judah's Day in Court. Overview. Micah's prophecy closes with a courtroom scene. God has a controversy with his people, and he calls the mountains and hills together to sit in judgment on the case. The people have replaced wholehearted worship with half-hearted ritual. They have divorced God's righteous standards from their daily business transactions in order to justify their greed and corruption. In short, they have failed to abide by what God requires of his covenant people. Chapter 6, Judah's Ingratitude, verses 1 to 8, God's Justice. Chapter 6, Judah's Injustice, verses 9 to 16. God's Justice. Chapter 7. The Lord's Verdict. Verses 1 to 7. God's Justice. Chapter 7. Judah's Victory. Verses 8 to 20. God's Mercy. Insight. He shows us what is good. Micah 6, 8. God makes clear to his people what it means to walk in fellowship with him. Chapter 6, verse 8. In the Old Testament, as in the New Testament, And still today, God wants his people to live in a way that reflects his character. This is far more important than external rituals. Insight. Sliding scales. Micah 6, 11-12. Merchants in Micah's day were so dishonest that many of them carried two sets of balance weights for their business transactions. A heavier set to be sure they got more than they paid for and a lighter set to ensure that their customers received less than they expected. 6, 11 to 12. According to God's judgment, they acted as if wicked kings Omri and Ahab were their role models. 6, 16. Their ruin would be just as certain. Micah 6. The Lord's case against Israel. Listen to what the Lord is saying. Stand up and state your case against me. Let the mountains and hills be called to witness your complaints. And now, O mountains, listen to the Lord's complaint. He has a case against his people. He will bring charges against Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? What have I done to make you tired of me? Answer me, for I brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from slavery. I sent Moses, Aaron, and Miriam to help you. Don't you remember, my people? How King Balak of Moab tried to have you cursed, and how Balaam, son of Beor, blessed you instead? And remember your journey from Acacia Grove to Gilgal, when I, the Lord, did everything I could to teach you about my faithfulness? What could we bring to the Lord? Should we bring him burnt offerings? Should we bow before God Most High with offerings of yearling calves? Should we offer him thousands of rams? and 10,000 rivers of olive oil. 
Should we sacrifice our firstborn children to pay for our sins? No, O people, the Lord has told you what is good. And this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God, Israel's guilt and punishment. Fear the Lord if you are wise. His voice calls to everyone in Jerusalem. The armies of destruction are coming. The Lord is sending them. What shall I say about the homes of the wicked filled with treasures gained by cheating? What about the disgusting practice of measuring our grain with dishonest measures? How can I tolerate your merchants who use dishonest scales and weights? The rich among you have become wealthy through extortion and violence. Your citizens are so used to lying that their tongues can no longer tell the truth. Therefore, I will wound you. I will bring you to ruin for all your sins. You will eat but never have enough. Your hunger pangs and emptiness will remain. And though you try to save your money, it will come to nothing in the end. You will save a little, but I will give it to those who conquer you. You will plant crops, but not harvest them. You will press your olives, but not get enough oil to anoint yourselves. You will trample the grapes, but get no juice to make your wine. You keep only the laws of evil King Omri. You follow only the example of wicked King Ahab. Therefore, I will make an example of you, bringing you to complete ruin. You will be treated with contempt, mocked by all who see you. Micah 7 Misery turned to hope. How miserable I am. I feel like the fruit picker after the harvest, who can find nothing to eat. Not a cluster of grapes or a single early fig can be found to satisfy my hunger. The godly people have all disappeared. Not one honest person is left on the earth. They are all murderers, setting traps even for their own brothers. Both their hands are equally skilled at doing evil. Officials and judges alike demand bribes. The people with influence get what they want, and together they scheme to twist justice. Even the best of them is like a briar. The most honest is as dangerous as a hedge of thorns. But your judgment day is coming swiftly now. Your time of punishment is here. A time of confusion. Don't trust anyone, not your best friend or even your wife. For the son despises his father. The daughter defies her mother. The daughter-in-law defies her mother-in-law. Your enemies are right in your own household. As for me, I look to the Lord for help. I wait confidently for God to save me, and my God will certainly hear me. Do not gloat over me, my enemies. For though I fall, I will rise again. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. I will be patient as the Lord punishes me, for I have sinned against him. But after that, he will take up my case and give me justice for all I have suffered from my enemies. The Lord will bring me into the light, and I will see his righteousness. Then my enemies will see that the Lord is on my side. They will be ashamed that they taunted me, saying, So where is the Lord, that God of yours? With my own eyes I will see their downfall. They will be trampled like mud in the streets. In that day, Israel, your cities will be rebuilt, and your borders will be extended. People from many lands will come and honor you, from Assyria all the way to the towns of Egypt, 
from Egypt all the way to the Euphrates River and from distant seas and mountains. But the land will become empty and desolate because of the wickedness of those who live there. The Lord's compassion on Israel. O Lord, protect your people with your shepherd's staff. Lead your flock, your special possession, though they live alone in a thicket on the heights of Mount Carmel. Let them graze in the fertile pastures of Bashan and Gilead, as they did long ago. Yes, says the Lord, I will do mighty miracles for you, like those I did when I rescued you from slavery in Egypt. All the nations of the world will stand amazed at what the Lord will do for you. They will be embarrassed at their feeble power. They will cover their mouths in silent awe, deaf to everything around them, like snakes crawling from their holes. They will come out to meet the Lord our God. They will fear him greatly, trembling in terror at his presence. Where is another God like you, who pardons the guilt of the remnant, Overlooking the sins of his special people, you will not stay angry with your people forever because you delight in showing unfailing love. Once again, you will have compassion on us. You will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. You will show us your faithfulness and unfailing love as you promised to our ancestors Abraham and Jacob long ago. My daily walk. Picture this scene. You are sharing with another person the deepest burden of your heart. Suddenly, for no apparent reason, the hair returns away. Would that dampen your enthusiasm to share again? Micah prophesied to Judah during the reigns of three kings over a period of at least 25 years. 1-1. Like his contemporary Isaiah, he saw little fruit from his ministry. Most of his hearers turned away in unbelief, 2-6, or indifference, 3-11, but Micah firmly believed his task was a divine calling, not simply a hobby or religious activity. Fortified with that conviction, Micah stood for God even when no one was willing to take his message to heart. Micah's confidence is reflected in his prayer. As for me, I look to the Lord for help. I wait confidently. For God to save me, and my God will certainly hear me. 7 7. Use Micah's example as motivation to share the claims of Christ with an unsaved friend, neighbor, or relative, no matter what their response. What a person believes he will die for. What a person merely thinks she will change her mind about. That is so true. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day and God bless. I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.